The pitchers in today's final game of the series, as the Dodgers bid for a sweep of the three games, they will have their eighth right-hander, Don Drysdale, on the mound. Don, 31 years old today, will be trying for his ninth win of the year. And pitching for the New York Mets, left-hander Bob Henley. Bob has won four and lost one. We'll be back with the lineups and the start of today's game in just one moment. Another bright idea from the folks who care. Tobin's first prize Frankfurt's not with, but in soups. With good cooks, adding whole first prize Frankfurt's to lentil soup has always been a must. But do try this first prize Frankfurt and onion soup. Make your soup with one package of onion soup mix. Add five or six first prize skinless Frankfurt's cut into bite-sized bits. And top with grated Parmesan cheese. It's sort of international, but it tastes out of this world. And first prize Frankfurt slices in vegetable soup, your own or canned, are another great combo. But do use first prize Frankfurt's. You'll love that Tobin flavor touch. The very best meat. The very best meat. Makes the very best meal. Makes the very best meat. So look for the meat. So look for the meat. With the first prize seal. With the first prize seal. First prize products from the folks who care. Tobin's delicious. Dodger coach Preston Gomez brings the lineup card out to home plate to meet with skipper Wes Westrom of the Mets and Tom Gorman's umpiring team. The Dodger lineup will have Dick Schofield, a switch hitter, flying short, batting leadoff. Willie Davis in center field, hitting second. Lou Johnson, playing left field, batting third. Switch hitter Jim Lefebvre, the cleanup batter, playing second base. Al Ferrara in right field, hitting number five. Switch hitter Wes Parker at first base, hitting number six. Bob Bailey will play third and hit seventh. Jeff Torborg behind the plate batting eighth. Pitching and batting ninth, veteran right-hander Don Drysdale. For New York, Bud Harrelson at shortstop, the leadoff batter. Larry Stahl in center field, batting second. Tommy Davis in left field, batting third. Eddie Cranepool at first base will hit cleanup. Ed Charles playing third base, hitting number five. Jerry Buchek at second base, batting sixth. Ron Swoboda in right field, hitting seventh. Jerry Grody is the catcher. Jerry will bat eighth. Pitching and batting ninth, left-hander Bob Henley. The New York Mets take the field for the final game of the homestand. The Mets need a victory to move back within a game and a half of the Dodgers in the standings. And before our national anthem here this afternoon, as the crowd is asked to rise by Jack Lightcap on the public address system, the crowd will be asked to remain standing for a moment of silent tribute to old Double X, who recently passed away. Jimmy
Pirates play ball here at Shea Stadium on a sunny, humid Sunday afternoon. For the New York Mets, Eddie Cranefield is playing first. Jerry Butchek at second, Bud Harrelson at short, and Ed Charles at third. Tommy Davis in left field, Larry Stahl in center, Ron Swoboda is around in right. Jerry Grody behind the plate, and on the mound, left-hander Bob Henley. Bob Henley has a lifetime record against the Dodgers of seven wins and ten losses. Earlier this year, he won a game from the Dodgers while he was still with the Chicago Cubs. He won the game in a relief role. Bob Henley, 28-year-old southpaw from Macon, Georgia. Stands 6'3", weighs 195 pounds, and he has been pitching well for the Mets. Dick Schofield, the shortstop, will be leading off against Henley. return from their 10-day road trip. They'll be opening their next homestand with a weekend series against Willie Mays and the San Francisco Giants. That will be the weekend of August 4th, 5th, and 6th. On the next homestand, the Giants, the Atlanta Braves, and the Pittsburgh Pirates will be coming to Shea Stadium. Dick Schofield batting at 227. He's hitting right-handed against Bob Henley. And the first pitch of the afternoon is a little bit low, ball one. Jim Gilliam coaching at first base for the Dodgers, and Preston Gomez is on the lines of third. A breaking ball for a strike on the inside corner. One ball, one strike. A lot of Major League Baseball this afternoon, and we'll keep you up to date on all of the other scores as they come in. Both leagues have exciting pennant races. And a grounder hit down the third baseline. A beautiful play by Charles. The long throw is in time. He made the backhand pickup, straightened up, and made that long throw to Cranepool in time to get Dick Schofield. So the afternoon is off on quite a note. On a sparkler turned by third baseman Ed Charles. Willie Davis coming up. Willie hitting at 262. Willie using an overly closed batting stance. They call him the man of a thousand stances. He changes it quite often. Left-hander against left-hander, and a pitch outside, ball one. Willie has his back foot planted right on the restraining line. His front foot up close toward the plate. Hit in the air to left field. Drifting back is Tommy Davis. He's drawing a beat on it, and Tommy makes the catch, retiring Willie Davis. So two up and two set aside by the New York Mets, and the hitter now is the number three batter, Lou Johnson. Johnson hitting 280. The Dodgers have taken six out of seven this year from the New York Mets. The lone victory by the Mets was here at Shea, posted by Tom Seaver. And a call strike on the inside corner. Jack Fisher will open the road trip against the Giants Tuesday night at San Francisco. Tom Seaver will face the Giants on Wednesday afternoon. The Mets then will go to Los Angeles for games Thursday night, Friday night, and Saturday afternoon. A changeup hit down the right field line. Ron Swoboda has a long way to go, and it's a foul ball. Oh, he just missed an extra base hit. That ball was fouled by just a couple of inches. 
Johnson was halfway between first and second, so he's cutting across now to come back to the batter's box. Fly ball hit right down the right field line and just foul. Next weekend, the Mets will divide their time between Los Angeles and Houston. They'll close out the Dodgers series with a Saturday afternoon game, fly to Houston, and play a Sunday doubleheader against the Astros. And he jams him with a fastball that's foul back up into the crowd and no play. Following their Sunday doubleheader in Houston, the Mets remain in Houston for three night games, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, and then back home on a travel day to open their next homestand against the Giants on Friday night, August 4th. Two-strike delivery by Bob Henley. A grounder hit hard to third, handled by Charles. The peg across, and the side is up. No runs, no hits, no errors, none left. In the middle of the first, the Dodgers nothing, the Mets coming to bat. Zero in on performance, and a feel of luxury that lets you know this is your car, Plymouth 1967. Zero in on savings and the kind of selection that lets you know this is your dealer. Armory Garage in Albany, where prices have never been better. The salesmen at Armory want to show you all the 67 Plymouths, Furies, and Belvedere's. Then they want to show you how easy it is for you to own one. Your present car will probably cover the down payment, and the balance can be comfortably taken care of over three years or less. Choose from any one of Armory's 101-time payment plans. Armory has carloads of new cars in stock ready for your inspection and immediate delivery. So swing into a new Plymouth Fury or Belvedere and make your choice now while the selection is high. Hurry, though, to Armory Garage, Central at Colvin in Albany, your Chrysler, Plymouth, and Valiant volume headquarters. WGY, a General Electric Broadcasting Company station at 810 on your dial in Schenectady, New York. Inning number one, Bud Harrelson leads off for the Mets. Bud was held in check by the Dodgers last night. He's hitting at 281. And on the mound for the Dodgers this afternoon, their veteran right-hander, Don Drysdale. Don is 31 years old today. Lifetime against New York, he's won 20 and lost only three. A swing and a miss strike one. Drysdale has won more games from the New York Mets than any other National League pitcher. Drysdale this year has a complete game shutout against New York. Harrelson choking up on the handle of the bat, lashes the ball foul down the left field line, no play. Setting the Dodgers on defense, Wes Parker, what a fielder he is, is playing first. Jim Lefebvre at second, Dick Schofield at short. And playing third, Bob Bailey. Lou Johnson shallow in left field and over toward the line against Bud Harrelson. And the pitch just inside, ball one. One ball and two strikes. Willie Davis, the center fielder, is playing a shallow left center against Bud Harrelson. The right fielder is Al Ferrara. Defensively, when Bud is hitting left-handed, they play that left field line against him. Drysdale's one-two pitch, a, a smash up towards shortstop, taken on a hop by Schofield. He throws to first in time. One out and nobody on. Now Larry Stahl is coming up. Number 25, Larry Stahl. 
Larry hitting 256, had two for three last night. A lot of doubleheader action in the majors today. The Giants and Cubs are playing a doubleheader at Wrigley Field. Cubs starting the afternoon in a first place tie with the St. Louis Cardinals. And a breaking ball in for a call strike. In the first game at Chicago today on home runs by Jesus Alou and Jim Hart. The Giants lead Chicago 4-0 at the end of an inning and a half. McCormick against Jenkins. Bouncing ball hit down to third. A big hop for Bob Bailey. His sidearm throw across to Parker. Two men down. Tommy Davis coming up. And Tommy was stopped in the game last night. Houston and Pittsburgh playing a doubleheader at Forbes Field. The Astros lead the first game three to nothing at the end of three and a half. Dave Justy is the Houston pitcher. And Billy O'Dell has relieved Steve Blass. Single game at Philadelphia. Phillies won. Cincinnati nothing at the end of two. Milt Pappas against Chris Short. Reds have now dropped four games in a row. And a breaking ball off the outside corner. Tommy Davis checked on the swing. Ball one. The Atlanta Braves and St. Louis Cardinals will play a doubleheader at St. Louis. Atlanta, a hot ball club, and the Cardinals have cooled off. Atlanta has won 11 of their last 15. The Cardinals have lost five of their last seven. Outside and low to TD, two balls, no strikes. In the first game today at St. Louis, that big, beautiful stadium on the Mississippi River is going to be packed. It'll be Denny LeMaster against Steve Carlton. And a line drive into center field, a solid base hit by Tommy Davis. Tommy Davis singles the center off Don Drysdale. In the American League this afternoon, the Yankees are playing a doubleheader at Detroit. In the first game, a two-run homer by Joe Pepperstone in the second has put the Yankees in front two to nothing at the end of two. Spadlemeyer against Lowley. Yankees trying to snap a six-game losing streak. The big story in the American League, the Boston Red Sox. They start the day only a half game out of first. The pitch to Cranebull inside the high, it's ball one. Boston playing a doubleheader at Cleveland today. Tony Conigliaro and Joe Foy have homered already. Conigliaro with a man on, and Foy's was a grand slam. It's the Red Sox seven and the Cleveland Indians two at the end of three innings. Inside and low, a good save by Jeff Torborg. Two balls, no strikes. Lonborg, 13-3, the Boston pitcher. Bailey has replaced O'Donohue for Cleveland. Boston, a half game out. Conigliano's home run was his 16th, and Joe Foy's grand slam was his 15th of the year. Red Sox lead the American League in home runs. Outside and high, ball three, 3-0 on Eddie Cranebull. Baltimore playing at Washington. The Senators zipping right along. They've won 12 out of their last 14. And they lead the Orioles 3 to nothing at the end of two and a half. Jim Harden against Phil Ortega. The White Sox will play a doubleheader at Kansas City. They lost to the A's and Lou Kraus last night. And now the pitch. In first strike gets three and one. And Minnesota will play the Angels at California. Those Angels have been something. After a staggering start this year, they've righted themselves, won 31 out of their last 43. Tommy Davis on first, two men down, the count three and one to Cranepool. Now Drysdale off the stretch, throws to first, not in time. That was startled, Tommy, he just barely got back. Drysdale has the best earned run average among the Dodgers starters. 
Now Big Don delivers three and one. A ground ball hits slowly down to third, charged by Bob Bailey. The sidearm throw is in time to Parker, and the side is out. No runs, one hit, no errors, and one left. And at the end of one, the Dodgers nothing, and the New York Mets nothing. We're winding up the current homestand, but Ralph, the next one is a good one. The Giants, the Braves, and the Pirates are all coming to Shea starting on August the 4th. Yes, sir, and tickets available for all the ball games left that the Mets have for the rest of this season. And also a reminder that for you fans that live in the upper Manhattan, New Jersey, and the areas around Rockland, again this year there's a convenient way to get to Shea Stadium for those of you there. Express bus service is available from the George Washington Bridge bus station at 178th Street and Broadway in Upper Manhattan direct to Big Shea. Buses leave the bus station two hours before and one hour before all home games. Buses will depart from gate E, the subway gate, up to 20 minutes after the game for the bridge bus station. A child, 12 or under, accompanied by an adult, can ride free. So if you'd like to take advantage of that way to get to Shea Stadium, a fine way to... Leave the driving to someone else. Right now, we're going to the top of the second, the scoreless ball game, the final game of this homestand, and once again, here's Bob Murphy. That's like a good slogan, Ralph. Somebody ought to use that. Yeah, they should, really. I think Jerry Brooks was the man who thought that one up, wasn't he? Probably. Now we go to the second, Jim Lefebvre, batting right-handed against Bob Henley. Macon, Georgia, Southpaw delivers a check swing and the pitch is low ball one. Boy, this is some kind of a summer day. Overcast, breaking up, the playing field bathed in sunshine. And it's a hot July day. The 1-0 pitch is low outside, ball two, it's 2-0. Two the ball players say on this kind of weather, all you have to do to get loose is comb your hair. Bob Henley's 2-0 delivery hit hard, fouled on the third base line. Al Ferrara, Husky right fielder, is the on-deck batter. And then Wes Parker. Junior Gilliam coaching at first base and Preston Gomez at third. Breeze, not really a factor in the game, just a light breeze blowing out. It's in at the knees, a good pitch by Bob Henley, three and two. Let's have the defense, a stride to left in the infield. And the payoff pitch to Lefebvre is rammed foul down the left field line. That's two shots that he's hit foul down that third baseline. On the road trip that starts Tuesday night at San Francisco, the Nets are going to play five of their nine games for the season in Houston. And there will be no rainouts. Next pitch on the way to Lefebvre is over, strike three call. Breaking ball down around the knees on the inside corner. Henley has been getting better with each outing and keeping the ball down. Both Bob Henley and Dennis Bennett have shown considerable improvement since joining the New York Mets. And both are quick to say that they have gotten a great deal of help from pitching coach Harvey Haddix. 
Al Ferrara, the batter, and the pitcher's outside, ball one. Wes Parker, the Dodger first baseman, waiting to bat next. Outside in the high, ball two. Well, wouldn't it be something if when this day was over, the two teams leading the major leagues were the Chicago Cubs and the Boston Red Sox? Chicago finished at dead last in the National League last season. A long drive hit deep to left center by Ferrara, way out. It is up there and gone for a home run. Al Ferrara's eighth home run of the year puts the Dodgers in front. The ball cleared the palings in left center at the 371 mark. It had had plenty left when it went over the wall. home run of the year and the Dodgers lead 1-0. Now the hitter is Wes Parker. He's a switch hitter and he's batting right against Bob Henley. Off the outside corner, ball what? Wes Parker is a throwback to the days of the fancy fielding first baseman. Now the pitch on the way. He let up on it. It was outside. Ball 2, 2-0. Two and, oh. and now Grody goes out to talk to Henley. Jim Lefebvre hit a couple of real shots that were fouled down the third baseline before being called out on strikes. And Ferrara then hit one far over the wall in left center. Bob Henley working behind the hitter. The 2-0 pitch, a ground ball hit toward the middle. Big hop handle by Butchek near second, and he throws to Crane Poole to get Parker. Two outs and nobody on it brings up Bob Bailey. Fans, look for the Rangel Chugamug special display at your local stores in New York and New Jersey. The Chugamug looks and sounds just like what it is. A good, thirst-quenching drink of beer. Twelve ounces of Rangel Extra Dry, and you can drink it right from the mug. Pitches in to Bob Bailey, strike one call. Bailey singled with the bases loaded last night, driving in two runs in the Dodger 4-3 win. Now he holds up on the swing, and it breaks low. One ball, one strike. Bailey has not been able to get untracked at the plate this year. He's batting only 195. The 1-1 delivery. Fastball in for a strike, one and two. five-and-a-half-year history of the Mets, the Dodgers have been the most difficult ball club in the National League for the Mets to handle. And a swing and a foul tip the ball held on to by Jerry Grody, strike three. So the side is out. Henley's second strikeout. One run, one hit, the home run by Al Ferrara. No errors and none left. At the end of an inning-and-a-half, the Dodgers won and the Mets nothing. Now here's the word from Rangel. Eddie Beal, captain of the New York Fire Department. What brought him here? I remember uh, 
Eddie used to shine shoes uh, right here in this corner. And uh, he really hustled. Uh, didn't think he'd ever be a fireman, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, this one was taken right after we were married. You can see he was a rookie then, and I was so proud of him then. <laughs> he saved my life. He saved my and my wife and my life. He pulled us both out of a fire. He's really a good fireman. He's got to be good to make it in New York. You can't fake it. That's true of anything. There are 302 different brands of beer trying to make it in this town today. But the only one that's made it to the top is Rheingold. Rheingold. In this town, either you have it or you don't. Last of the second inning, Ed Charles coming up against Don Drysdale. Here's the pitch by the veteran right-hander, a hard slider this outside, ball one. We were mentioning that the Dodgers had been the top tormentor of the New York Mets in the five and a half years. Now the pitch. Hit in the air, a fly ball to short right. The second baseman, Jim Lefebvre, goes out and snags it for the odds. Five and a half years, the Dodgers have beaten them at 77 times against only 20 losses. Pittsburgh, the number two tormentor. Although the Mets have turned things around with the Pirates this year and so far have won six of the eight games played. By winning six out of eight this year from Pittsburgh, the Mets have now won 27 and lost 71. Those two clubs, the Dodgers and the Pirates, have been the two real tough ones. Swing and a miss by Jerry Butchek. Outside and low, one ball, one strike. The most games the Mets have won against any one club in their five and a half years has been Chicago. The 1-1 delivery off the outside corner, 2-1 to Butchek. The 2-1 pitch to Jerry, a swing and a miss, and the count is even, 2-2. Two two. Mets have won 43 games from the Cubs in the five and a half years. That's their best record. And the 20 wins from the Dodgers is the least. Low and outside, 3-2. and two. Even this year, when the Dodgers are not up to standard, they certainly have maintained their performance against New York, winning six out of seven. 3-2 delivery. And a bloop in the air to short right, going out as Wes Parker. He's there and snags it for the out. Drysdale made a good pitch on Buczek. He jammed him with a fastball. Two outs, nobody on. It brings up Ron Sloboda. Ron hitting 256. The Dodgers lead 1-0 on a home run by Al Ferrara. Drysdale winds, down comes the pitch, and it's a fastball over the outside corner for a call strike. Don Drysdale needs one more shutout to equal Sandy Koufax's all-time Dodger club record at 40. Lift hard, a line drive single to center field. 
Drysdale just got out of the way of that. Whistling liner hit by Swoboda. Right over the shoulder of Drysdale and into center field. Drysdale hit the dirt hard to keep from being hit by it. That's the second hit for New York, and it brings up Jerry Grody. Jerry drove in two of the three scored by the Mets last night. Now Wes Parker moves over. He'll hold against the base runner, Ron Swoboda. Dodgers, one run, one hit. New York, no runs. Two hits were in the last half of the second. Now the pitch on the way. And it's over. Strike one call. Drysdale has been pitching some of the best ball of his career this season, despite the fact that his record is 8-10. and 10. His earned run average is 2.6. And a swing and a miss by Jerry Grody. Strike two. In 163 innings, Big Don Drysdale has allowed only 150 hits. He has great control. He's walked 32 men, 7 of the 32, intentionally. Drysdale has two shutouts this year. And a swing and a miss. He struck him out. Grody goes down swinging, and the side is out. No runs, one hit, no errors, and one left. And at the end of two, the Dodgers won... And the New York Mets, nothing. You know, when you're a tugboat captain in the New York Harbor, you've really got to be good. You can't fool around with an ocean liner that costs $75 million. She's about 12 decks high, 1,000 feet long, and weighs 52,000 tons. So you'd better know what you're doing. You've got to ease her out of the pier and get her going. Now, if her bow doesn't face Europe, she'll be headed for Albany, and how would you like to explain that one? The wind's hard on her. She keeps slipping back. You know, you've got to do more than just try. If you don't have it, one of the biggest moving things in the world will have had it. And maybe part of 46th Street, too. You make it. You're a top tugboat captain in the greatest city on earth. Same thing with beer. 302 brands of beer are trying to make it in New York today. But the only one that's made it to the top is the rich dry lager, Rheingold. Rheingold. In this town, either you have it or you don't. Third inning here at Shea, and here's the fellow who's always had it, Ralph Kainer. Okay, Bob Murphy and I, everyone. First batter will be the catcher, Jeff Torborg. On the mound for the Mets, Bob Henley he has given up one run. And one base hit. A home run by Al Ferrara. Jeff, a right-hand batter, batting 214. He'll be followed by the catcher, Don Drysdale, and the leadoff batter, Dick Schofield. Jeff's having some difficulty getting his hands dry. It's a hot day out. Now he asks for the rosin bag. Now the catcher's in the batter's box. Henley peers in for the signs. Jerry Grody sends them out and the wind-up and pitch here in the top of the third. And it's line foul into the stands. Strike one. Good crowd on hand here today. The Mets came into this ball game with a million, 47,686 paid attendance. And looks like we have about 35,000 here today. 
Mets were the first team to draw a million people. The St. Louis Cardinals on the same day drew a million. A drive to left field. Going to the warning track right on the edge is Tommy Davis. He has it. And the Mets have the first out here in the third. Dodgers have drawn 957,804 in home attendance. Now the batter is Don Drysdale. Don, a good hitting pitcher. This year is average of 133. One year he batted over 300 and led all the teammates on the Dodgers in hitting. Drysdale has good power. And the first pitch by Henley is swung on a miss, strike one. Don leads the active pitchers in home runs in the major leagues. So you can't hold him too cheap. Don with 29 lifetime home runs. He drives one deep to right field. Going back to the wall is Ron Sabota. He jumps and makes the catch. Right at the 371 mark. Ron Sabota had to leave the ground to pull it down. And the Mets have their second out. One-nothing ball game. The Dodgers lead, and the leadoff batter, Dick Schofield, steps in. Dick rattled out the third his first time up, batting at 226. Bob Henley with a record of 4-1 into the windup, and the pitch to Schofield, a right-hand batter against the left-hander, is called a strike. Outfield playing very shallow. Schofield has one home run. He has 15 in 15 years in the major leagues. Now at one strike, the pitch back is just outside. One ball, one strike. Bob Henley, whose best game was pitched against the Dodgers. He pitched a one-hitter against the Dodgers, but picked the wrong day to do it. Sandy Koufax that day pitched a perfect no-hit-no-run game, and the Dodgers won one nothing. Now a check swing, but he went too far. It's called strike two. One and two. Henley came back right after that and beat Sandy Koufax two to one. That was his last... Complete game victory back in 1965. And the 1-2 pitch. Swung on, foul tipped into the glove of Jerry Grody, and the side is retired. That is the third strikeout for Henley in a 1-2-3 inning. Leaves the score at 1-0. But that is 1, the Mets nothing. Now a word from Chrysler. Move up to Chrysler. Test Price, the 67 Chrysler. Whether you're buying your first or tenth car, it's time you became a smart car buyer and joined the ranks of the thousands of satisfied customers who shop Armory Garage Central at Colvin in Albany. Now, here are the three basic rules for the smart car buyer. Select the model you want, then, one, compare quality. Armory Garage boasts the largest selection of quality tested late model used cars in the area. Two, compare service. Armory's expert mechanics are qualified to service all the cars on the Armory lot. And three, compare price. Armory's tremendous volume assures you more for your car buying dollar. Be a wise car buyer, drive into Armory Garage and talk over your used car needs with the sales manager, Art Neat. Let him introduce you to Armory's easy terms. You can buy, sign, and pay at Armory. Home of 101 time payment plans. Your credit is wealth at Omri. Follow the wise car buyer to Omri Garage, Central at Colvin, in Albany. 
You're tuned to the bright sound in radio, WGY 810 on your dial, a General Electric Broadcasting Company station in Schenectady, New York. Rob Geiner along with Bob Murphy and Lindsey Nelson from Shea Stadium. Dodgers won, the Mets nothing. Henley, a right-hand batter, and the pitch back by Drysdale is too low for ball two. Henley has been about 14 times. He's had one base hit. He'll be followed by a leadoff batter, Bud Harrelson, and the pitch back is called a strike. Two balls, one strike. And then after Bud, Larry Stahl. Mets have two base hits. Singles by Tommy Davis and Ron Svoboda. Now called strike two. It's two and two. Dodgers have one, a home run by Al Ferrara. That came in the second. And a 2-2, Drysdale pumps a fastball through, strike three. Foul tip indicated by the home plate umpire, Tony Vincent. So Drysdale gets his second strikeout. He's had two in a row now. He ended the second inning with a strikeout of Jerry Grody. Now the Mets leadoff batter, Bud Harrelson, steps up for the second time. Grounded out to short his first time up, his average of 280. Left hand batter against the right hander Drysdale. Don has a record this year of eight wins and ten losses. And the first pitch is swung on, strike one. Dodgers shift over toward the left side against Harrelson. Lou Johnson playing about 15 yards from the foul line. Willie Davis shaded toward left. One strike delivery taken high, a breaking ball. It's one and one. But has had two hits and ten times up in the series. Mets have had trouble scoring runs against the Dodgers. One-one delivery outside, a fastball missing. Two balls, one strike. They had one stretch where they went 22 consecutive innings without a run. Broke that last night, but lost the ball game last night. Now a foul ball hit to the left side and the count. Two balls and two strikes. 4-3 ball game last night. Two and two. Drysdale gets the sign. And the big fella comes back again. And the pitch is over the outside corner. Strike three call. But didn't like the call. It was a fastball right around the letter. So three strikeouts in a row. Two men out here in the bottom half of the third, and the batter now will be Larry Stahl. Larry grounded out the third base his first time up. He's batting 253. Left-hand batter playing in center field against right-hand pitching. And the first pitch of fastball way outside, ball one. Dodgers, one run, one hit. The Mets have no runs and two hits. Two men out, bottom half of the third. And the next pitch is outside again. Way outside, ball two. Two balls, no strikes. On deck batter for the Mets, Tommy Davis. Larry has had two hits and seven times up in this series. Including his 0 for 1 in this game. Now Drysdale back at 2-0 and the pitch is swung on. Two balls, one strike. 
the last game here in Shea Stadium for the Mets until August the 4th. Now a little pop-up in foul territory. Bob Bailey back. He has some room. Can he get to it? No, he can't. One of the fans reaching up above his glove in the front row. Deflected the ball away. So Larry Stahl gets the life and the count goes to two balls and two strikes. Mets come back for the next homestand to play a nine-game homestand starting with the Giants. Ending with the Pirates with Atlanta in the middle. Night game with the Giants, August the 4th, Friday night. Make your plans now. Willie Mays is back in the lineup. And at 2-2, the pitchers again hit toward the left side. This time in fair territory. Coming over is Lou Johnson. He makes the catch and that retires the side. 1-2-3 for Don Drysdale. And the score at the end of three, the Dodgers won the Mets nothing. You can get tickets for all those home games at a wide variety of locations at Shea Stadium. They're open 8 to 6 on weekdays and 9 to 5 on Saturdays and Sundays. Tickets available at Grand Central Station at the foot of the 42nd Street and Vanderbilt Avenue ramp. Open weekdays from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8.30 to 4. Tickets also available at Macy's at the 34th Street and 7th Avenue store on the main floor and at Macy's and the Walt Whitman Shopping Center in Huntington, Long Island. Both locations open during the regular store hours. In addition, reservations for box and reserve seats may be made at all the Howard Clothing stores during regular store hours and also at any branch of the manufacturer's handover trust company during banking hours. Tickets can be obtained by mail by writing Ticket Manager Shea Stadium, Flushing, New York, the zip code 11368. Box seats are $3.50 each. Reserve seats are $2.50 each. And be sure to add 25 cents to cover the mailing costs. Going now to the top of the fourth, the Dodgers lead 1-0 as they come to bat against Bob Henley. In the National League, at the end of three, the Giants five, Chicago nothing, McCormick and Jenkins, the opposing pitchers. Alou and Hart have had home runs. Jim Ray Hart has hit his game by mail by writing ticket manager, Jay Stadium, Flushing, New York, the zip code 11368. Box seats are 350 each. Reserve seats are 250 each. Be sure to add 25 cents to cover the mailing cost. Going now to the top of the fourth, the Dodgers lead 1-0 as they come to bat against Bob Henley. In the National League, at the end of three, the Giants five, Chicago nothing, McCormick and Jenkins, the opposing pitchers. Alou and Hart have had home runs. Jim Ray Hart has hit his 21st and 22nd. That is the first of two. At the end of five, Houston five, Pittsburgh nothing. Dave Justy pitching for Houston. Now pitching for the Pirates, Mickelson. Lynn had his 24th home run in the fifth with no one on. He is now tied with Hank Aaron for the National League lead. First batter is Willie Davis, and Bob Henley with the curveball gets a swinging strike. Stand corrected on that. Hank Aaron has 25. He hit one yesterday against the St. Louis Cardinals. One strike pitch to Willie, grounded out toward first base. It's a foul ball. Picked up by Cranepool and thrown to Bob Henley, but the first base umpire, Paul Pryor, gives the sign the ball is foul. Willie Davis was out the left field his first time up. He brought a six-game batting streak into this ball game, and he's batting at 261. At the end of three and a half innings, Philadelphia won Cincinnati nothing. Milk Pappas against Chris Short. At the end of one, Atlanta nothing, St. Louis nothing. Lamaster against Carlton. Now the pitch back.
back to Willie Davis. Outside, a curveball, missing one ball and two strikes. Yankees 2, Detroit nothing after three and a half innings. Mel Stoudemire against Mickey Bullets. Pepitone and McAuliffe have hit home runs. Now again, a pitch outside, two balls, two strikes. Pepitone got his seventh and the second with a man on. McAuliffe is 18th in the fourth with no one on. Two balls, two strikes, and the pitch back to Willie Davis. It's outside, ball three, and now Bob Henley, after getting two quick strikes, has run the count out full to three and two. At the end of four, Boston seven, Cleveland three. Lomberg pitching for Boston, looking for his 14th win. He's lost three. Pena now pitching for Cleveland. And the 3-2 pitch is inside and high, ball four, and Henley loses him after getting a two-strike count. That brings up Lou Johnson. Willie Davis on at first base, leads the club in stolen bases. He has 17 and 21 attempts. Canigliero has his 16th home run in that Boston game. Foy his 15th with the bases loaded. Sims his 5th. Yastrzemski his 24th. The first pitch is swung on. It's strike one. At the end of five, Washington three, Baltimore nothing. Jim Harden against Ortega. Then a home run in the first with two men on. White Sox scheduled to Kansas City. Portland against Lindblad. And Minnesota scheduled against the Angels in California. Now the next pitch is high, and it's ball one. And it was a pitch out, but Henley didn't get it out. Pitch was over the plate, but too high. One ball, one strike. Jerry Grody had moved out to get the pitch out, had to reach back. Throw to first base. Davis back easily. Now Henley sets up again. Davis bluffs at running. And the pitch to the plate is pulled foul. Line drive into the lower stands. And the count now one and two. Lou Johnson grounded out the third his first time up. Batting 278. It's just amazing how well he can run after being out with that broken leg. He runs without a limp and runs hard. He stole the run for the Dodgers that proved to be the winning run last night. He was picked off first base and beat the throw to second, went to third when the ball got away. And scored in a slow hit ball. Chance for two, a ground ball down to short, going over the second base on the first, a double play. And the Mets with their 77th double play, he rates Willie Davis. Bud Harrelson to Jerry Butchak, the pivot on to first base to Ed Greenpool. Yeah. That'll bring up Jim LaFever, who was called out on strikes his first time up. Jim batting 282. Jerry Buchak has called time, and he's coming into the dugout. On that pivot at second base, he was hit fairly hard by Willie Davis. He might have been cut up. He ran off the field all right, not limping. One-nothing ball game. The Dodgers on the home run by Al Farrar, taking the lead in the second and holding the lead here in the fourth. Two men out. Henley stays warm by tossing a few pitches. 
I'm sure that the thousands of people here in this ballpark wonder why. It's a warm day here. Now Buczek is back out toward his second base position. over toward the left side against Lefevre, playing him as a full hitter. And the first pitch is full foul. Ball bouncing into the stand, strike one. Bob Murphy checking out with the field glasses tells me that all he did was tape up his pants when he was taken out at second base. His pants were torn and they taped him up so that he could play with his clothing nice and neat. Now a ground ball foul hit slowly down toward third. Strike two. Henley looks in for the sign. And the pitch to Lefevre is up too high, ball one. One ball, two strikes. Dodgers leave tonight to go home to open up their homestand in Los Angeles. Ten-game homestand and includes the Mets. Now a bouncy ball hit back to the mound. Bob Henley takes it on one hop, throws the first base to retire the side. No runs, no hits, no errors, a walk, a double play, and no one left on base. And the score at the end of three and a half innings, the Dodgers won the Mets nothing. the Golf Deluxe Crown has four full plies of nylon cord. The big tire. Big tire. Big in mileage because of its extra thick, long-wearing tread. Big tire. Big in value because the Golf Deluxe Crown gives you so much mileage at so little cost. The big tire is at your golf dealers now. The tire center in your neighborhood where your driving takes a turn for the best. Going to the bottom half of the fourth, the first man up for the Mets will be Tommy Davis. That's a training by one due to the home run by Al Ferrara, which came in the second. It'll be Tommy Davis, Ed Greenpool, and Ed Charles against Don Drysdale. Don has given up no runs, allowed two hits. A single to Tommy Davis and a single to Ron Savona. Tommy now batting 306. And the first pitch is taken over the outside corner, strike one. Tommy's had two hits nine times up against the Dodgers. One strike pitch. Slider outside, and the count one and one. And the right-hander back, and again the slider, and again outside. So the count goes to two and one. 
Clyde Green starting to pick up here at Shea. Going out toward left field. We can use it. 2-1 pitch. It is fouled away. So they can't even at two balls and two strikes. Tommy out of the batter's box. Adjusting his contact lenses. Jim Wynn has now tied Hank Aaron for the leadership in home runs in the National League. He has hit his 24th and 25th in the ball game against Pittsburgh. Houston leads by a score of at least 7 to nothing. So like the man says, if you wait long enough, things are bound to happen. There's a drive deep to left. It's going. It's going to five. Davis, who hit plenty of home runs for the Dodgers, has finally hit his first one against the Dodgers, his 14th this year. And the Mets have tied up the ball game one to one. And that brings up Ed Rainbow. And the first pitch to Greenpool is inside. It's ball one. That is only the ninth home run given up by Drysdale this year. This is his 23rd game. The pitch back is over the outside corner. One ball, one strike. Tommy last year hit only three home runs. Next pitch is changed up over the outside corner. Strike two. One and two. Pitch is high and it's two balls, two strikes. Greenpool grounded out to third his first time up, batting at 291. And a foul ball off a of fastball, and the count goes right along at two and two. That home run by Tommy Davis is 100th in his major league career. He has had two milestones so far this year. He has picked up his 1,000th base hit and now his 100th home run. 2-2 pitch. Curveball hit hard down to first. West Parker moves to his right, makes the catch, and then goes to the bag for the play, making the play unassisted. Now one away in the bottom half of the fourth. The game tied at 1-1, and the batter coming up is Ed Charles. Ed popped to second base his first time up. He's batting 270. Last night he was hit in the head by a pitch ball. Don Sutton got him with a two-strike pitch. Fortunately, it hit his fiberglass helmet and he wasn't hurt. First pitch, a breaking ball over, a slider, strike one. And Drysdale back. And the pitch is hit foul to the right side out of play. Strike two.
and done now with a two-strike pitch. And a line drive to right field, a base hit. Taken in one hop by Al Farrar, and the Mets now have the go-ahead run at first base with one man out here in the bottom half of the fourth. And the batter coming up, Jerry Buchek. Jerry pops the first base his first time up, batting at 244. That's now a four-base hit. Dodgers have one. Tie game, 1-1. One, one. Throw the first, and the ball gets away. Kyle drew that guy back to the back. Now is up and going down to second base, and he arrives there without a play. So an arrow will be charged on the play. And it's being given to John Drysdale on the throw. Runner in scoring position, and the pitch is high, and it's ball one. First error in the ball game. And it sets it up for the Mets here with Jerry Bujek batting. One man out, bottom half of the fourth. Bujek has driven in 24 runs this year. He has nine home runs. And Drysdale. Now back, and the pitch is fouled off. Fastball over the outside part of the plate. Foul to the right side out of play, and it's one and one. Ed Charles moving off at second base. And Drysdale with the one-one delivery, and it's over the outside corner. Again, the fastball. One ball and two strikes. On deck batter for the Mets, Ron Sloboda. If the Mets can win this ball game, it will be one and a half games back of the Dodgers. Out of eighth place. Next pitch is high and tight. Buchek has to lean away, and it's two balls, two strikes. Two and two as Drysdale turns around, takes his glove off, looks out toward the outfield. Don has had a brilliant career with the Dodgers. His next shutout will time for the club record held by Sandy Koufax. He has pitched more games than any other Dodger pitcher. Here at 2-2, the pitcher swung on and missed strike three, and Drysdale picks up his fourth strikeout. That's his second out here in the bottom half of the fourth. And with the score tied one to one and a go-ahead run at second base, the batter coming up is Ron Sloboda. Ron single to center field, right through the middle, his first time up. Drysdale had to duck away to keep from getting hit. And the first pitch is fouled off, strike one. 
Davis started the inning off with a home run to left field. That tied up the ball game. After Greenville had grounded out the first, Ed Charles singled to right field. When Drysdale tried to pick him off at first base, he threw the ball away, and Ed got down to second. And a strikeout to Jerry Buchak, and with two men out, a one-strike count on Ron Svoboda. And the next delivery is hit high in the air, out back of shortstop, going back is Dick Schofield, backpedaling, he's under it, and he makes the catch, and that retires the side. One run in the inning on two hits. One error and one man left at second, and the score at the end of four, the Mets won, the Dodgers won. Omri Garage is one of those companies that never stops trying to improve their business. They're proving that fact every day at the corner of Central and Colvin in Albany. Instead of sitting back smugly, knowing Armory Garage is the biggest volume dealer of used cars in the area, sales manager Art Need tries to improve sales and service daily. For example, at Armory you'll find easier credit. If you have the ability to pay, they'll say okay and set up a time payment plan custom tailored to your budget. Because of the tremendous volume of new cars sold weekly at Armory Garage, the selection of used cars is unrivaled. You'll find wagons, convertibles, two- and four-door sedans, from economy models to prestige automobiles, priced to move. And to keep that car on the move in top condition, Armory mechanics are trained to service all makes and models sold on the Armory lot. For the very best car buy, try Armory Garage first. They're located at Central at Colvin in Albany, open daily, including all day Saturday. Inning number five here at Shea Stadium, Al Ferrara will be up against Bob Finley. Ferrara put the Dodgers in front in the second with a long home run to left center, his eighth of the year. Tommy Davis tying the game for New York with his 14th of the year in the last of the fourth inning. Left-hander Bob Henley's pitch is taken low, one ball and no strikes. have the outfield deep and around toward left against Ferrara, right-hand hitter. Ground ball hammered foul down the third baseline. It's one ball, one strike. One ball, one strike now on Ferrara. He cocks the bat off the right shoulder. And looks at a changeup that breaks in low, two balls and one strike. Dodgers return home following the game today. They're going to open a 10-game homestand. They open with the Pirates tomorrow night at Dodger Stadium. Now the 2-1 delivery and a ground ball foul, backhand play made by Ed Charles across the line. It is two balls and two strikes. The Mets play at Dodger Stadium Thursday night, Friday night, and Saturday afternoon. Next Sunday, the Mets have a doubleheader against the Astros in the Astrodome. Now Grody is setting up the target. The 2-2 delivery, a ground ball hit to shortstop. Belt high hop taken by Bud Harrelson. And the peg is in plenty of time getting Ferrara. Crow started to take off on Harrelson, but Cranepool used his height to a good advantage to reach up and get it. Right here, we pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network.
You're tuned to the Bright Sound in radio, WGY 810 on your dial, a General Electric Broadcasting Company station in Schenectady, New York. Bob Murphy with Lindsey Nelson and Ralph Cantor. Top of the fifth inning here at Shea. The batter is Wes Parker, and he takes the pitch high, ball one. the pitch by Bob Henley. He bluffed it a bunt, let it go, and it was inside. Two balls and no strikes. Parker hitting 233. He was thrown out by Jerry Buchuk his first time at bat. The 2-0 delivery. Fastball for a strike on the outside corner. Probably the two most interesting ball games that Bob Henley has been in during his major league career. We're both against the Dodgers and both against Andy Koufax. A little bit high, ball three. Bob Henley was the victim when Koufax pitched his perfect game against Chicago and won one to nothing. Then about a week later, Henley got his revenge when he beat Sandy two to one. Three-one delivery. Inside, ball four, and Wes Parker goes to first base. That's the second walk by Bob Henley. Baseman Bob Bailey batting for the second time. Henley struck him out in the second inning. Mets now have the infield at double play depth. Second baseman Jerry Buchek shaded towards second, playing the batter Bob Bailey as a pull hitter. The outfield is deep, shaded to left. And a grounder foul over the head of third base coach Preston Gomez. General Breeze has now changed direction slightly, blowing from left across toward right. Bob Henley, a 28-year-old left-hander, now has his sign from Grody. Here's the pitch on the way, and it's in there. A good pitch by Bob Henley in the counter-strike two. Parker leads off first, and the pitch on the way just missed the inside corner, one and two. Wes Westrom recently has been rotating five starting pitchers since Don Cardwell returned to the active list. Tom Seaver, Jack Fisher, Don Cardwell, and the left-handers Bob Henley and Dennis Bennett. The one-two pitch, up high on a fastball, it's two and two. And that's had a span of three doubleheaders in seven days. When you hit a schedule like that, you need more than just five starters. And Dick Selma came out of the bullpen to start a couple of games. Jeff Torborg is the on-decketer. The Mets won and the Dodgers won. We're in the visiting fifth inning. Crane Brule holds against Parker. Here's the pitch on the way. Low and inside, and now the string is out, three and two. Now let's keep an eye on Parker. He has exceptional speed. He's on first base, one man down. Let's see if the Dodgers send him.
goes the pitch, is inside ball four, and the Dodgers have two men on. Henley threw a curve on three and two, but it broke inside to Bailey. Third walk by Bob Henley. Now the Dodgers have runners on first and second one out, and Jeff Torborg, the catcher, coming up. Jeff hitting 212 has been in 48 games this year. Bob Henley didn't like to call on that last pitch. He thought he had a strike. And he has a mild rhubarb here with umpire Tony Benson. again set hoping for a shot to turn the double play that would retire the side. The outfield is around toward left. Torborg down on the end of the bat. Swing out of S-track one. Don Drysdale, a tough hitter, is on deck. in the set position. There's a drive in the air to left field. Davis cutting over is there, and he makes the catch. Line drive picked up by Tommy Davis. Two men down. Don Drysdale coming up with a chance to weigh in on his own behalf. Drysdale has hit as many as seven home runs in a season, turning the trick twice to tie a National League record. Big Don now in his 12th year with the Dodgers. Pitched by Henley, and it's a top foul going toward the Mets dugout. Trainville coming over, can't get a play, and winds up stumbling down the steps into the dugout. Just a little bit out of his reach. We'll be on the air Tuesday night from San Francisco at 10.55 p.m. as the Mets open their road trip against Willie Mays and the Giants at Candlestick Park. Now two runners grab a lead as Henley pitches to Drysdale. It's bounced foul in the count of strike two. Drysdale flied to right his first time up. Big Don has eight for 60 this year and five RBIs. The ball game tied 1-1. Parker is on second. Bailey on first. Two outs. Two strike delivery. Last ball just missed. It's one ball and two strikes. Pitching one and two. Swing and a miss. He struck him out to retire the side. Curveball getting Drysdale for Bob Henley. His fourth strikeout. No runs, no hits, no errors. Two left on. So we've come halfway. At the end of four and a half, the Los Angeles Dodgers won. The New York Mets won. Now here's a word from Rangel. Look. 
the right field. Grubby stopped and was going back in second. So he'll have to stop at third base. Brody was fooled by the line drive, thought it might be caught. He had slammed on the brakes and had started back towards second. So the best he could go do was get over to third. As Harrelson singles to right. Now runners at first and third. The game tied one to one. And the hitter coming up is Larry Stahl. Jim Hart of the Giants has hit two home runs today. Alou has hit one. Hart now has 22. He's moving up on the leaders. And the Giants lead the Cubs 5 to nothing at the end of five innings in the first game. McCormick pitching against Jenkins. Jimmy Wynn has hit two home runs for the Astros. They lead Pittsburgh 8 to 2 after six and a half innings. Now the pitch to stall. Outside and high, it's ball one. Larry has bounced out to third and flied to left, nothing for two. Good pitching duel in Philadelphia between Milt Pappas and Chris Short. The Phillies lead one to nothing at the end of six innings. That drives Dale in the stretch position. Delivers the stall. A ground ball hit right after this. Jim LaFever, he bobbles it. Throws the first in time and a run score. Lost his chance for a double play that would have retired the side. No error on the play. Brody comes in to score, and Stahl will get a run batted in. After bobbling the grounder, Lefebvre had no chance to try for two. He had to throw on to Parker at first base for the out, and Harrelson moved over to second. The Mets lead two to one, and Tommy Davis is up. Tommy has singled the center. He tied the game in the fourth inning with a home run, his 14th of the year. Drysdale delivers. A slow ground ball to shortstop, charging in hard to Schofield. He throws, throws the ball wide. Coming down the line is Harrelson. The play home, safe. Now Tommy Davis is trying to get the second. Clearborn's throw, not in time.
And to keep that car on the move in top condition, Armory mechanics are trained to service all makes and models sold on the Armory lot. For the very best car buy, try Armory Garage first. They're located at Central at Colvin in Albany, open daily, including all day Saturday. For the New York Mets, two runs came in. There was one hit. That was the single to ride by Bud Harrelson. There were two errors in the inning. One charge to Lefebvre, and the last one to, the, to Dick Schofield. And the Mets had one man left on. So, at the end of five, it's the Mets three, the Dodgers one. that in the press box a rather complicated play involving Tommy Davis we may get a revision in the scoring and there might very well be another error charged on the play because Davis had stopped at first he was going no further until Parker threw the ball home and it got loose and they're going to give the error not to Parker on the throw but to the catcher Jeff Torborg which enabled Tommy Davis to go from first to second So Tommy reached safely at first on an error charge to Schofield and goes to second on the error charge to Jeff Torborg. So there were three errors in the inning. But Tommy Davis was unhappy about not getting a base hit on that ball. We go to the sixth inning, and Schofield is up against Bob Henley and a grounder foul down the third baseline. While the nuts are away and you stop by the ticket location, the most convenient for you to make your plans for the next homestand. While you're there, be sure and get all the available information concerning the Met Fan Club and the list of fan club dates that will be coming up as the ball players meet with the fans in the special fan club room here at Shea Stadium. Inside and low, one ball, one strike. Now the windup by Henley, the 1-1 pitch, a smash to second, taken on one hop. Bootcheck throws on the crane pool, retiring Dick Schofield. Special scoring gave the Dodgers three infield errors as the Mets scored two runs. Lefebvre drew one, Schofield drew one, and Jeff Torborg was charged with one. Now Willie Davis is the hitter. Willie has flied to left and reached on a walk, nothing for one. Davis hitting at 261. The Mets figure him to pull as they swing around to right. Italy is pitch on the way, low and outside, ball one. Drive in the air to center, Larry Stahl cutting over to right center, and he makes the catch. Two up and two set aside by Bob Henley, and now the number three hitter is Lou Johnson. Lou Johnson batting for the third time. The veteran outfielder has grounded out to third and hit into a double play started by Harrelson. He 
checks the swing on a curve, and it's inside. One ball, no strikes. The Mets three and the Dodgers one were in the top of the sixth inning. Bob Henley winds and pitches a grounder foul in behind Preston Gomez, coaching at third. One ball, one strike. Dodgers got the early lead on a home run by Al Ferrara in the second. Tommy Davis tied the game in the fourth with a home run. The Mets went in front with two runs in the fifth inning. Now an off-speed pitch inside and low, two and one. St. Louis leading Atlanta one to nothing after three and a half in the first game of two at St. Louis. LaMaster against Carlton. Braves have won 11 of their last 15 to move three and a half games out. Pittsburgh is making a strong comeback in that game against Houston, the first game of a doubleheader. Foul ball back. The end of five and a half innings, the Astros led the Pirates eight to nothing. Pittsburgh got two runs in the sixth inning. They have just scored three more in the seventh inning. So now it's eight to five in favor of Houston going to the eighth inning. Houston blows an eight-run lead. Grady Hatton will feel like cutting his throat. Bob Henley's 2-2 pitch. Hit over into the Dodger dugout. A foul ball. Everybody scrambles to get out of the way. Dick McAuliffe's 18th homer of the year has enabled Detroit to tie up the Yankees. That's 2-2 at the end of six. First game of a doubleheader. Earlier in the game, Pepitone hit a two-run homer for the Yankees. Red Sox lead Cleveland 8-3, going to the eighth inning in the first game of a doubleheader at Cleveland. Swing and a miss. He struck him out. Bob Henley fans Lou Johnson, and the side is out. Strikeout number five for Bob Henley. No runs, no hits, no errors, and none left on. And at the end of five and a half, the Mets three and the Dodgers one. Every 11 minutes, someone is killed in traffic in the United States. Every minute, three people are injured. There's never been a greater need for safety in automotive history. Safe driving practices are your responsibility. But when it comes to tire safety, let Terry Haggerty take over. Terry Haggerty Gentle Tire Incorporated in Albany has the tires, the equipment, and the experience to help you maintain a safe car. Let Terry Haggerty introduce you to the all-new Puncture Sealing Dual 90, the tire that takes care of itself and you. The Dual 90 has exclusive Strata Seal that seals punctures as it rolls while you keep driving. Duragen Tread Rubber gives you an ideal blend of toughness and resilience, while Nigen Cord soaks up the impact harmlessly, throws off hazardous heat quickly, and provides maximum blowout protection. While you're at Terry Haggerty General Tire, take the time to have your wheels aligned and your brakes checked, too. Make safety a habit at Terry Haggerty, 3234 Clinton Avenue in Albany. of the sixth inning at Shea Stadium, and Ed Charles is up against Don Drysdale. The pitch is taken high, ball one. Ed Charles has popped to second and singled to right field. New York has three runs, five hits off Big Don. And a slider on the outside corner, one ball, one strike. 
Drysdale jolted by three errors in the infield as the Mets got two in the fifth inning. Now swing and a miss at a breaking ball. One ball, two strikes. Just outside to Charles. Two balls, two strikes. Pitching two and two. Ground ball hit hard, a base hit going right down the left field line. Charles is going to try to make two, and he'll go in without a throw as Johnson takes the ball to third. A double to left by Ed Charles. For Ed Charles, his ninth double of the season. Hard grounder hit between Bailey and the bag and right down the left field line. Salty Parker calling Jerry Butchek over into a powwow. Jerry has popped to first and been struck out, nothing for two. So let's see if the Mets play for one or go for a big inning. The Dodgers anticipate the sacrifice bunt. Bob Miller gets the call now in the Dodger bullpen. Drysdale steps up, and a balk is called on Drysdale. started to wind up and step off. John just completely forgot himself there. That moves Charles over to third and removes the need for the sacrifice. Now the Dodgers have to play the infield end. Charles on third after the ball by Drysdale. Here's the windup. Pitch to Buczek. Low and outside. Ball one. Swoboda on deck, then Jerry Grody. The next pitch on the way, a foul ball hit back up into the crowd. One ball, one strike to Blue Check. Jerry hitting 243. Now a check swing, but the pitch is over for a strike, one and two. First game in Cleveland is now in the eighth inning with the Red Sox leading the Indians eight to three. Bud Powell's three-run homer gave the Orioles enough to tie up Washington. Swing and a miss, he struck him out. And Drysdale fans blue check. For Don Drysdale, his fifth strike out of the game. Baltimore three, Washington three. They're in the last of the eighth in Washington. White Sox lead Kansas City five to nothing after two and a half, and they have Joe Horland on the mound. Ron Swoboda has singled to center and popped to short, one for two. One man down, the Dodger infield playing in, the outfield around the left, and a fastball high ball one. Mets three, Dodgers one, last of the sixth inning. Now the pitch. 
And a fly ball hit deep to center field and a score a run. Back goes Willie Davis. On the warning track, he makes the catch. And jogging down the line with the fourth run of the game for the New York Mets, hit Charles. Tremendous sacrifice fly. The ball hit at least 400 feet by Ron Swoboda. He picks up a run bat again. He's 24. Right here, we'll pause for a station break. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. This is the bright sound in radio. WGY, a General Electric Broadcasting Company station at 810 on your dial in Schenectady, New York. Bob Murphy with Lindsey Nelson and Ralph Kainer. Jerry Grody hitting the first pitch off Drysdale. A lazy fly in the left center and Willie Davis saunters in to take it for the out. Let's pick up a run in the sixth inning. One run, one hit. No errors and none left on. At the end of six, the New York Mets four and the Los Angeles Dodgers one. This year, plan a trip to one of the most exciting countries in the world. If you haven't traveled there within the last few years, you'll find it's amazingly changed. There's a new and exciting spirit you can almost feel. It's a dynamic feeling. You can see it in burgeoning industry. You can see it in a progressive people. You can sense the optimism and the growth and the hope. It's a nation filled with incredible natural beauty, too. Immense, majestic mountain ranges. Vast deserts where time seems to have lost its way. Tranquil lakes and broad, sweeping rivers. It's a country that seems to have performed a miracle. It takes pride in its past and looks confidently to its future. For the traveler, a visit can be an exciting, rewarding experience. This year... Discover America. At the end of six innings of play, the New York Mets four runs, six hits, no errors, and the Los Angeles Dodgers one run, one hit, and four errors. Bob Henley started, has been an all-the-way for the Mets, and he'll be pitching to Jim LaFever, batting cleanup for manager Walter Austin Dodgers. LaFever has been called out on strikes and grounded out pitch of the first so far. Today's baseball quiz. Do you know the one National League pitcher since 1925 who lost 17 games in one season while being a 20-game winner the same year? Here's a pitch that's low. It's 2-0 to LaFever. The 2-0 delivery. In there for a call strike. Lefevre was taking, and it's 2-1. Jim Gilliam is the coach at first for the Dodgers. Preston Gomez on the lines around at third. The 2-1 offering. Swung on it on the ground to the left side. Big hop up to Ed Charles, and he plays across the crane pool. Lefevre's off. That will bring up Al Ferrara. Say, when you pull the tab on the Rheingold Chug-A-Mug, the top comes off with a hiss that sounds like the good Rheingold flavor inside. Six 12-ounce mugs to the carton, and you'll find them in the Chug-A-Mug special display at your local stores in New York and New Jersey. The perfect thing for this kind of weather. Ferrara's one for two. Here's a swing and a drive deep to center. Larry Stahl hangs in, now he treats, and it is over his head off the wall. Ferrara's on his way to second. Stahl up with the ball, plays it back, and Al Ferrara pulls up with a double. So the Dodgers have two hits. 
both of them by Ferrara. He had a homer in the second and now a double in the seventh. Larry Stahl was hanging right there until the ball got near him and then retreated it, sailed over his head and off the wall. It brings up West Parker. Parker's a switch hitter, batting right here. There's one man out. The Mets are leading by a score of four to one. Bob Henley off the stretch with a pitch to Parker. Swung on and fouled high in the air down the left field line into the seats and out of play. Sailing way up there on the mezzanine deck, which is over the press deck. And Jerry Grody goes out to have a word now with Bob Henley. Going to get a little more action uh, down in the Mets bullpen area. Possibly tune-up action for future starts. Bob Shaw has been throwing down there for an inning or so. Tom Seaver gets up now to tune up. Here's a pitch that is low, and it's one and one. The official paid attendance here for the final game of the three-game set, 33,062. Total in the ballpark, 33,923. The Dodgers series has drawn 106,389 fans. It's swinging a ground ball up the middle, and Harrelson comes up and gets a big hop. He'll have to go in a hurry, and he does. He gets Parker. Moving on to third is Al Ferrara. Parker gets down that line in a hurry. Two away. Bob Bailey is coming up. Struck out and walked so far. Strong on and missed. He tried to check it, pulled the bat off, but umpire Tony Benson says it is strike one. Al Ferrara is the runner at third base. Pitches in for a call strike. As the Mets conclude this homestand, their total paid attendance for the season stands just a little over 1,080,000. They'll be back against the Giants August 4th. Pitch to Bailey is low, just below the knees. It's one ball and two strikes. Jeff Torborg is out on deck. The Dodgers are batting in the top half of the seventh inning. Bob Henley takes a moment, looking in for a sign from Jerry Grody. One-two offering. Swung on and missed. He tried to check it, but he is a strikeout victim. Number six for Henley. No runs are hit, no errors, and one left. As Ferrara died at third in the middle of the seventh. Score is the Mets four, the Dodgers one. When you buy a new car, it's the dealer that makes the difference. That's why it's time for you to head for Armory Garage, Central at Colvin in Albany where there's a Plymouth or Chrysler to fit every pocketbook. 
you know that you can buy the same car from any Plymouth dealer and you'll get the same warranty. The difference lies in the deals. Armory Garage is the area's volume Plymouth dealer. Volume sales allow Armory Garage to offer you that new car for less so you can afford the model and size you want. When it comes to warranties, the five-year, 50,000-mile Chrysler Products warranty can't be beat, especially when it's backed up by the Armory Garage Service Department. For best selection, best price, and best trade, see Armory Garage. Remember, you can buy, sign, and pay at Armory Garage, home of 101-time payment plans. Head for Armory Garage, Central at Colvin, in Albany. now, and Bob Henley is up to lead off. He's getting a hand as he comes up here in the seventh inning. He struck out in the third and sacrificed in the fifth to help build a run. Drysdale deals the pitch to the right-hand batter, and it's in for a call, strike one. Drysdale has struck out five, and he has walked none in pitching on this, his 31st birthday. And the pitch is outside. It's one and one. Bud Harrelson is waiting around on deck. He has a swing and a foul ball off to the right side and out of play. Drysdale came up to the Brooklyn Dodgers in 1956 to begin his major league career. This pitch is in for a call, strike three. He has strikeout number six. Scott Henley looking and Bud Harrelson comes up now. He's one for three. Bud's batting average for the season is at 282. Pitch is swung on and fouled off. Out of play. When you consider the fact that Drysdale was with the Dodgers for two years when they were in Brooklyn... And the fact that this is the 10th year that the Dodgers have been in Los Angeles, it's a little surprising when you realize that even now he's only 31 years of age. Here's a pitch outside. It's one and one. Drysdale's biggest year was 1962 when he won 25 games and lost nine. Late as 1965, he won 23. Here's a 1-1 pitch. Swung on and missed. 1-2 now to Bud Harrelson with Larry Stahl waiting on deck. Drysdale has hurled more innings than any man in the history of the Dodgers. Slipped by Dazzy Vance last August. A 1-2 delivery. Foul on the ground, back of third. You'll recall that Juan Marichal yesterday left the Giant game with a twinge in his pitching shoulder. He worked out today. He is reported to be okay and will take his regular turn on Tuesday against the New York Mets. Here is a 1-2 pitch now. Swung on and fouled off. 
Count holds it one two to Harrelson. Crowd reaction to a catch made in the stand. We'll be broadcasting from Candlestick Park in San Francisco Tuesday night. Bringing you the Mets and the Giants will be on the air at 10.55 p.m. New York time. One man out, nobody on base, and the one-two pitch to Harrelson. One line in this, and Drysdale has his seventh strikeout. Two away for the Mets. Larry Stahl's coming up. Stahl drove in a run with an infield out in the bottom of the fifth. He's nothing for three. The end of this half inning, we'll bring you up to date on all the scores of other games around the majors, and there are many important games in the close pennant races being played today. It's to stall, and it's popped up to the left side. At shortstop, Dick Schofield shades his eyes and makes the catch, and the side is out in order. No runs, no hits, no errors, none left. The end of seven full innings, the score is the Mets four and the Dodgers one. Now the action elsewhere. In the National League, in the first game of the doubleheader at Wrigley Field in Chicago, the San Francisco Giants five, the Chicago Cubs nothing. Mike McCormick against Ferguson Jenkins. Jim Hart's had two home runs, and Jesus Luz had one. First game of a doubleheader at Forbes Field in Pittsburgh. Going to the bottom half of the ninth inning. Houston 8 and the Pittsburgh Pirates 5. Dave Justy relieved by Larry Sherry in the seventh inning. Steve Blass relieved by Billy O'Dell in the fourth. Pete Mickelson in the sixth and Al McBean in the eighth. Jim Wynn has had two home runs. He's 24th and 25th. At the end of seven and a half innings, the Cincinnati Reds 2 and the Philadelphia Phillies 1. Milt Tappas against Chris Short. Dick Farrell in the eighth inning. And the first game of a doubleheader at St. Louis at the end of four and a half. The Cardinals won the Atlanta Braves nothing. Then for the master against Steve Carlton, Julian Javier has just homered now in the fifth with one on to make it the Cardinals three and the Atlanta Braves nothing in the first game of that doubleheader. You'll recall the Cardinals and the Cubs started the day in a flat-footed tie for the top spot in the National League. In the American League at the end of seven innings, the New York Yankees three and the Detroit Tigers two. Mel Stottlemyre against Mickey Lolich, Joe Pepitone, and Dick McAuliffe have had the home run. First game of a doubleheader in Cleveland at the end of eight innings. The Boston Red Sox, eight, and the Cleveland Indians, three. Jim Lonberg for Boston, John O'Donohue for Cleveland, Bailey in the third, Pena in the fifth, Allen in the eighth. Homers by Canigliaro, four, Sam Daniel At the end of nine full innings, Baltimore and Washington tied 3-3, going to extra innings. Fisher working in relief for Baltimore, and Darrell Knowles for Washington. Dick Nen and Boog Powell have had home runs. Powell has hit his in the tenth now with two men on. Jeff Torborg is up here for the Dodgers in the eighth inning. Henley's first pitch is low for a ball. So Boone Powell with a three-run homer in the top of the tenth sends the Orioles out in front by a score of six to three, and they're still batting in the tenth inning against Washington. Now Henley with a pitch, and it is low for a ball. Oh, I beg your pardon. It is not the tenth inning. We misread it entirely. It is his tenth home run. He hit it in the sixth inning. So the score is still tied 3-3, as you were. It is Baltimore 3 and Washington 3 playing in the 10th inning. Here's a 1-1 pitch. Swung on and missed. First game of a doubleheader at Kansas City going to the bottom of the fourth. The Chicago White Sox 5 and the Kansas City A's nothing. Joel Holland against Paul Lindblad. Diego Segui in the 6th inning. Tommy Agee home in the second with one on. Here's the 11th of the season. Minnesota Twins after Cal Angels in the latest start. Jim Hickman has moved out to the on-deck circle now for... The Los Angeles Dodgers. There's a swing and a ground ball foul back of third. Hickman is out there as a prospective pinch hitter for Don Drysdale, scheduled up next. Bob Miller is throwing down in the bullpen for the Dodgers. 
So far, none of the three former Mets who are with the Dodgers have seen action in this series. Bob Miller, Jim Hickman, Ron Hunt. Hunt is out with a shoulder injury, although he is here and in uniform. Bob Enley deals a 1-2 pitch to Torborn. Get on the ground to third, taken by Ed Charles, and across the crane pool, there's one away. Well, let's see what kind of reception Jim Hickman gets here at Chase Eddie Matthews as announced as the pinch hitter for Drysdale. Hickman is hitting 160. He's been up 75 times, had 12 hits, five doubles, one triple, and eight runs batted in. Well, it's a mixed reception for the former Mets, who was used on one occasion for two innings this year for the Dodgers as a pitcher, but only that one. He swings and sends a drive deep to center. Saw range is over at the edge of the warning track. He holds it down. Two away, and Dick Schofield is coming up now in the eighth. On the first pitch, Hickman lined out to stall and left center. Schofield. Drysdale is out of the ball game, having gone seven innings, in which he would reach for four runs on six hits, struck out seven, and walked none. Pitch to Schofield, batting right-handed, is high and tight. It's ball one. The Mets are leading by a score of four to one. Baltimore Orioles and Washington Senators are tied 3-3 in the 10th inning. That pitch is in for a call strike. One and one. Henley takes a sign from Jerry Grody. Into the pitching motion. 1-1 delivery, and it's a fastball in there for a call strike two. Willie Davis is waiting on deck. Here are the warm-ups now in California. For the Minnesota Twins, Dean Chance. For the California Angels, Jack Hamilton. Here's a 1-2 delivery. Swung on and hit in the air the right field. And Ron Swoboda is there. Retreats a couple of steps and makes the catch. Side is out in order for the Dodgers in the eighth. No runs, no hits, no errors, none left. Score in the middle of the eighth inning is the Mets four and the Dodgers one. And now here's a word from Rheingold. It would have served a better purpose if I had had a seat on the director. If the new Broadway play, A Penny for Your Thoughts, is to succeed, the audience will have to be given change. Change in the book, the choreography, and in the music. The cast is pretty and enthusiastic. But in New York City, you also have to be talented. In this town... Either you have it or you don't. If you're going to make a play for New York, you've got to be good. Do you know how many beers are trying to make it in New York today? 302 from all over. But the only one that's made it to the top is the rich dry lager, Rheingold. Rheingold. In this town, either you have it or you don't. The Dodger pitcher now is Bob Miller, a former New York Met. Coming in to make his 33rd appearance of this season. A record of one win and six losses. Miller. 
Bob Miller was an expansion draft selection of the Mets in 1962 off the roster of the Cardinals at $125,000. He spent that entire 1962 season with the Mets. He lost 11 games and won one. He won the one on the next to the last day of the season against the Chicago Cubs and then was traded during the offseason to the Dodgers in exchange for Larry Burright, a second baseman, and Tim Hartnick, a first baseman. Bob Miller has since become a mainstay on the bullpen core of the Dodgers, although during the spring and the early season he was in a starting role. As a matter of fact, Bob Miller started the season's opener this year for the Dodgers at Cincinnati. Cincinnati won it. And Tommy Davis will be coming up. Tommy's had a single and a home run and was on on an error by Schofield on a play that might very well have been scored a base hit. Tommy's family lives in Los Angeles, although he is a native of Brooklyn, so he'll be flying out there tonight and then join the Mets on up in San Francisco. Ed Cranepool is waiting on deck, and here's the pitch. Curveball in there for a call strike. Jen Miller's pitch swung on and missed. Two strikes. The Mets lead here by a score of 4-1. to Trying to move up a little bit on the Dodgers who lead them by two and a half games in the National League standings right now. Fastball is it on the ground to short. Schofield gets the big hop, plays it across in time to get Davis. One away for the Mets in the bottom of the eighth, and Ed Craneville is the batter. He's nothing for three this afternoon. Hits from the left-hand side. takes the sign. The pitch is outside for a ball. one delivery. It on the ground toward the hole in the right and goes through for a base hit. Right field to Al Ferrara for the ball. Crane Poole turns and holds with the ground, single to right. With one away, Ed Charles is coming up. He's two for three. He's got a single and a double. For the season, Charles is hitting 279. That's coming over from the Kansas City Athletics. The pitch is low for a ball. The Mets will be in San Francisco against the Giants Tuesday night and Wednesday afternoon, and then they move down to Los Angeles to take on the Dodgers Thursday night, Friday night, and Saturday afternoon. Here's a swing and a miss. One week from today, the Mets will be at the Astrodome in Houston for a doubleheader against the Houston Astros. Come back here against 
the San Francisco Giants on Friday night, August 4th. Low and away. Two and one. Buchek kneeling in the on-deck circle. Bob Miller takes the sign. 2-1 pitch. Swung on and popped up. Foul. Back of the plate. Farborg has a play. Chases it over and makes the catch. Charles has fouled out. Two away and Buchek's coming up with Cranville holding it first. The Mets leading 4-1. Here's the final score. First game of a doubleheader at Forksville and Pittsburgh. The Houston Astros 8 and the Pittsburgh Pirates 5. Dave Justy is the winner. Steve Blast is the loser. Jim Wynn had two home runs, his 24th and 25th. Buchek, nothing for three. Here's a swing and a miss on a breaking pitch. It's strike one. Wes Parker is over to hold against runner Ed Cranefoo. Strike one delivery, and it's in the dirt, dug out on a short hop by Jeff Torborg. Breaking pitch low and away. Defensively, the Dodgers are set up to play Buchek straight away. Bob Miller goes briefly to the Rosenbach. Swoboda's on deck for the Mets. Jim Gore, left-hander up and throwing in the bullpen. Here's a curveball high. Federal 2-1 to Buchek. Jim Brewer throwing in the Dodger bullpen. Mets are batting in the bottom half of the eighth inning, leading the Dodgers 4-1. Fastball is it on the ground towards second. Lefebvre steps on the bag for the fourth, and the side is out. No runs are hit, no runs one left. At the end of eight full innings, the score is the Mets four and the Dodgers one. Have you heard what's going on at Gulf service stations? It's Big Tire Days at Gulf. Gulf dealers are now featuring outstanding values on all Gulf tires. Big trade-ins, too. Generous allowances on your old tires. Big selections. A complete range of sizes in the entire Gulf tire line. And remember... When you buy Gulf tires with a Gulf travel card, there's no down payment, no carrying charges, and months to pay. Big tire days are going on at Gulf. Get in on them. we go to the top half of the ninth inning, Tommy Reynolds has replaced Tommy Davis in left field for the New York Mets. The Dodgers will be sending up Willie Davis, Lou Johnson, and Jim Lefevre. 
Facing Bob Henley, who started and has been in all the way to this point. Left-hand batter Willie Davis is nothing but two and a one. Don Shaw is up and throwing now in the bullpen for the Mets. Left-hander. Seaver is still tuning up down there. Scheduled to pitch for the Mets on Wednesday afternoon against the Giants at Candlestick. Henley's pitch is in there for a call strike. Willie Davis bats number two in the Dodger batting order. Now the pitch, and it's outside for a ball. One and one. Davis steps back out of the batter's box. Swing and a ground ball toward the hole, and it is off the glove of Buchek and on into right field for a base hit. Buchek was trying to get over to snare the ground ball and just uh, made a swipe at it. It was off the heel of his glove and on out into right field, unimpeded for a base hit. We pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. Chase Stadium in New York, where the Dodgers are batting in the top of the ninth with a runner at first and nobody out. Here's a swing and a miss, two strikes. Lou Johnson was in no way trying to sacrifice on that first pitch. He was trying to conceal a bunt down the third base line, drop it down there for a base hit, with Ed Charles playing a deep third base. Rainpool is holding against the runner, Willie Davis at first. Here's a pitch, high and tight. Sending Lou Johnson out of there with a one-two count. Jim Lefevre is waiting on deck. Bob Henley sets up to take a sign from Jerry Grody. Pitches inside low. Here's a final score in the American League. The Boston Red Sox have defeated Cleveland 8-5. Nine wins in a row for the Boston Red Sox. Jim Lonborg the winner. John O'Donohue the loser. Pending the outcome of other games, the Red Sox at this moment are tied with the White Sox for the top spot in the American League. Swinging a ground ball foul back of third. Down. Holds at 2-2, and Willie Davis comes back to first. Red Sox have another game to play this afternoon with Cleveland, and the White Sox are playing the Kansas City A's, a doubleheader. Two-two pitch to Lou Johnson. Breaks low, and the count's out full at 3-2 with nobody out. The crowd comes alive a little here in the top half of the ninth inning. Willie Davis takes his lead. 3-2 pitches, lined in the center. It's going to be in there for a base hit. One hop by Larry Stahl. Played back, Willie Davis holds it second. Lou Johnson's on it first. Jim Lefevre's coming up representing. Tying run at the plate with nobody out. Back-to-back base hit. Oil the Dodgers here in the top half of the ninth inning. Lefevre has been up three times. Called out on strikes, grounded out pitcher to first, and grounded out third to first. He's a switch hitter batting right. Dodgers now have four hits off Henley. They had only two coming to the ninth inning, and both had been by Al Ferrara, a homer and a double. 
This is a foul ball off to the left side and out of play. Strike one to Lefebvre with Ferrara on deck. Willie Davis at second, Lou Johnson at first. Good speed on the bases for the Los Angeles Dodgers. The Mets lead four to one. Pitch is swung on and hit high into the air into short center field. Larry Stahl moves up underneath, makes the catch, runners hold, no advance, one away. Now Ferrara, home it over the left center field fence in the second. Grounded out short to first in the fifth and doubled in the seventh. Over the head of Larry Stahl in left center off the base of the wall. Now manager Wes Westrom is coming out of the dugout and looking down toward the bullpen. Bob Henley waiting on the mound. Jerry Grody joins the conference. Joins the conference. I am sure that one of the considerations in any decision that Western might make is the fact that Henley is, of course, trying for a complete game. He has not had a complete game since September 14, 1965, and Western leaves him in the ball game at this moment. The last time Henley had a complete game, it was a 2-1 to victory for the Cubs over the Dodgers, September 14, 1965. So Western leaves him in here. Ferrara, right-hand batter, facing the left-hand pitcher, Henley. Ferrara is tying run at the plate in the top of the ninth. Pitch is a call strike at the knee. Henley obviously trying to keep that ball down low now to Al Ferrara. He doesn't want to get it up there where he can uh, give it the long ride because he has power. He's had eight home runs this year. Dodger runners lead at first and second. Strike one, pitch, swung on and missed. Two strikes. Wes Parker is kneeling in the on-deck circle for the Dodgers. Henley sets up with a two-strike delivery. Just misses outside, one and two. There is one man up. Wind blows a little dust across the infield area and also the home plate area. Ferrara steps out and now comes back in. Dodger runners lead at first and second. The one-two pitch. Swung on and fouled off. The count holds at one and two. Henley takes a moment, turning his back to the plate, 
Rubs up the ball, reaches for the rotten bag. Now he looks in for a sign from Jerry Goody. Runners lead first and second, a one-two pitch. Low. Ferraro is ready to go, but laid off and took the pitch at 2-2. Wind is rippling the flag out toward right field here at Shea Stadium this afternoon. This will be a 2-2 offering. It's on the way. Low. The count's out full at 3-2. Dodger runners at first and second with one man out. And Wes Parker, a switch hitter, on deck. Met pitching coach Harvey Haddock's moving around a little bit down there in the bullpen area. Runners lead, and here is the pitch. Swung on and fouled back off the screen and out of play. Count holds full at 3-2. Mets are leading 4-1 with the Dodgers batting in the top half of the ninth inning. Henley takes the sign. The payoff pitch. Low. A second. He's in there for a call. Strike three. A slow call by Tony Benson. And now Ferrara is arguing the call with Benson. He is a strikeout victim. A very deliberate call by Tony Benson as he made the strike call of a pitch that was at the knees. And so two men are out, and Wes Parker is coming up. Holding at second, Willie Davis, and holding at first, Lou Johnson. Wes Parker up, batting right. He's nothing for two and a walk. Bob Henley checks the runners and deals the pitch. And it is high for a ball. Bob Henley's had eight strikeouts. He has walked two. Swing and a fly ball to deep right. Back to the wall goes Swoboda, and he leaps up and makes the catch against the wall, holding the ball in his glove with a lot of white going. But the ball game is over, and the Mets have won it by a score of four to one. Wes Parker hit that ball as far as you can hit it and keep it in the ballpark, right up against the wall. Swoboda had his hands up over his head, and the momentum of the ball carried the glove back against the wall, and so you could see a lot of white showing in that glove. But as he came off the wall, he still had it firmly in his grasp, and the Mets have won the ball game by a score of four to one. Bob Henry gets his first complete game victory since September 14, 1965. And so the Mets now trail the Dodgers in the standing by a game and a half. In the top half of the ninth inning, no runs, two hits, no errors, and two left. We'll be back in a moment with a final summary in totals right now. The final score of the game is the Mets four and the Dodgers one. And now here's a word. Would you look at my neighbor, Ralph, a new house trailer. Is he excited and proud? Now he can load his wife, five kids, the dog, food and gear, and head for the road. If you're like Ralph with your first house trailer, we at the National Safety Council hope you consider these facts. 
Don't overload or underinflate your trailer tires. Both can lead to early failure. Trailer tires come in different sizes and often require three times as much pressure as car tires. Check pressure only when the tire is cool, after running for less than a mile or three hours after the last extended trip. Never let air out of the tires when they are hot from running. When you stop for more than a month, where local laws permit, put the trailer on blocks, remove the tires, and store them in a cool, dry place. Trailer tire care is necessary for safe and efficient operation of the car and for the safety of the people who ride in it. Well, the New York Mets have salvaged the third game of the series against the Dodgers and the getaway game of the homestand by a score of 4-1. to one. And thus in the National League standings, the Mets now trail the Dodgers by a game and a half. The Mets with this victory also managed to stay out in front of the Houston Astros. At this moment, the Mets lead the Astros. Bob Henley went all the way to get the victory. His first complete game victory since he beat the Dodgers for the Cubs back in September of 1965. Henley overall now this year has a record of 5-1 and one with the Mets since coming from the Cubs. He has won three, and he's lost one. Don Drysdale takes the loss on his 31st birthday. He has won eight and lost 11. Drysdale pitched the first seven innings, was charged with all four runs on six hits. He struck out seven and walked none, and a corrected total of strikeouts for Henley. He also struck out seven, and he walked two. The Los Angeles Dodgers scored first in the second inning when Al Ferrara hit a home run over the left center field fence. And the Dodgers were out front by a score of one to nothing. But the Mets got it back in the fourth when Tommy Davis home it against his former teammates to make it a 1-1 ball game. But then the Mets picked up two in the bottom half of the fifth inning when Jerry Grody was on on an error by Lefevre. Henley sacrificed Grody on the second as Drysdale fired the second and they made the putout 1-6-3 in time to get Henley at first. Then Harrelson singled and Larry Stahl hit a ground ball to second that was fouled momentarily by Lefevre. He made the play on Stahl, but a run scored for the New York Mets. And then Tommy Davis hit a high-bounding ball to short. It was charged by Schofield. Going on to first, he threw it away. It went on by. Another run scored.